0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus. And they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleophas, said to him in reply, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem? Who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. How our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the woman had described, but him they did not see. And Jesus said to them, oh, How foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted them what referred to him in all the scriptures. And they approached the village to which they were going. He gave the impression that he was going on further. But they asked him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening, and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them, and it happened that While he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? Praise to your Lord Jesus Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, once there was a little girl who was making her first train trip with the family. Have you made any train trips in your life? Good. And this little girl was put into a into an upper berth by her mother. The mother then said to her, the mother assured her that the risen Jesus would watch over her during the night. I the said, the risen Jesus would watch over her during the night. As the lights were switched off, the girl became alarmed and called, called out softly, Mom, are you there? Yes, dear, her mother replied. A little later, the child called in a louder voice, Daddy, are you also there? Yes, was the reply. After this had been repeated several times, one of the passengers lost patience. He lost the patience and shouted, We are all here. Your father is here. Your mother is here. Your brothers are here. We are all here. Now go to sleep. There was a silence for a while. Uh. Then, in a hushed voice, the child asked, Mom, was that risen Jesus traveling with us? <laughs> in the gospel today, dear brothers and sisters, the risen Jesus traveled with the two of his disciples on the road to a mouse. Not on the train, but he traveled with them by walk. And today's Gospel reveals to us how to feel, how to experience the real presence of the risen Lord in our day-to-day life. Both in the Word of God and in the breaking of the bread, that is the Holy Eucharist. This is the message of the Gospel today we are called to experience the presence of the risen Lord in the word of God and in the breaking of the bread, in the Holy Eucharist. If we observe the whole gospel reading today, it shows a pattern for the Holy Mass, shows a pattern for the Holy Eucharist. The Holy Eucharist has mainly two fundamental parts according to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 1346 says, the fundamental structure of the Holy Mass consists of two parts, two great parts. First is the liturgy of the word, and the second is the breaking of the bread, that is the Holy Eucharist. And this is what exactly happened or taken place in the gospel today. First, Jesus opened the scriptures to his disciples. He explained to them from Moses to prophets, everything that pointed towards him, that he must suffer, that he must die, and that he must raise after three days from the dead. And here the disciples begin to understand They start to to be enlightened and they start to grow in their faith. So likewise with us, when we come to the Holy Mass, we have the liturgy of the word from the Old Testament to the Psalms to the New Testament and the Gospels, where everything points to Jesus. The two disciples experienced that their hearts were burning. They experienced, they felt, that their hearts were burning when they heard the word of God, the first part of the Holy Mass. Their hearts were burning, to brothers and sisters. It is exactly the work of the Holy Spirit. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. Whenever or wherever the word of God is received shared in faith, the Holy Spirit sets our hearts on fire. The Word of God has power to convert sinners. The Word of God has power to bring transformation in one's life. The Word of God has power to change our lives. The Word of God has power to create or recreate in us the purpose of God in us. St. Paul beautifully says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17, he says, The Word of God is the sword of the Holy Spirit. Word of God is the sword of the Holy Spirit. The sword that pierces the heart of the sinners. The Word of God, like a sword, pierces the heart of the listeners. And brings the transformation, the change in us. And the second part is the Holy Eucharist. The breaking of bread. While Jesus was with them at the table, it is written in the scripture, He took bread, gave thanks, broke it and gave it to them. Four things. Those four verbs are the same four verbs of the institution of the Eucharist. The priest repeats them each time he celebrates the Holy Mass here at this altar. This is exactly what Jesus has done with his disciples at the Last Supper. He took the bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to them. Dear brothers and sisters, the scripture says, As soon as he does that, as soon as he does that, The scripture says, their eyes were opened. Their eyes were opened and they recognized the Lord. Their eyes were opened and they recognized the Lord. And later we read, he vanished away from their sight. He vanished out of their sight. So the question you need to ask today, why did Jesus vanish from their sight? Why does he disappear? Is he doing any magic there? No. Dear brothers and sisters, Jesus is trying, he is trying to direct their eyes to the way he is going to be with them from now on. Here Jesus is trying to direct their eyes, direct them to the way he is going to be with them from now on, which is, In the real presence of Eucharist itself. The real presence of Eucharist itself. In the breaking of bread. In other words, Jesus does answer the prayer. The disciples ask Jesus to stay with them. He does stay with them. But in a different way. In a new way. That is, through the Eucharist. Through the Holy Communion that they received. Now, Jesus is not going to be present with them anymore, with His uh, physical body, as He has been before with them. But, under the appearances of the consecrated body, the consecrated blood. That is the Holy Eucharist. Jesus is going to be with them and with us until the end of times, but in a new form, that is in the Eucharist. brothers and sisters, there are some people, especially some protestant denominations, who do not believe in the real presence of Jesus Christ, the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. Some denominations say that only the word of God is enough. We do not need the Holy Eucharist. They say they do not need it. But the truth is, dear brothers and sisters, as it is written in the Gospel today, first, Jesus prepared the disciples, their hearts and minds through the Word of God. That is the first step. He prepared their hearts and minds through the Word of God. And then, The disciples recognized the real presence of Jesus in the breaking of the bread, in the Holy Eucharist. They really saw Jesus face to face, in the Holy Eucharist. They met the Lord before them. Dear brothers and sisters, you and and I should know today, in the word of God, we do really encounter Jesus. We really do encounter Jesus in the word of God. But the perfect manifestation of the face of the Lord, the perfect revelation of the love of the Lord, the real presence of the Lord is in the Holy Eucharist. The bread really is the body of Jesus. The wine really is the blood of Jesus. It is there we meet him. We taste Him, we touch Him, and we receive Him into us. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, however busy we are, we must find time to go to the Holy Eucharist, the the Eucharistic celebration, to feel and to experience and to touch the real presence of the risen Lord in the Eucharist. Amen.